Yeah, this episode, Lauren. I can't believe that we're recording two times in one week after not doing it for two months. I know. We got to get you in. You know, it's long overdue. Got to have a back catalog of you in the bank so we don't have to do that again because the people miss you too. I think they forgot who I am. No, they didn't. Just And then you didn't allow my name to be on the sign. They'll never remember who I am. <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, introduce yourself just in case. My name's Lauren. What's your sign? I'm a cancer. It's cancer season. There you go. Lauren just celebrated her birthday mm-hmm. a couple weeks ago. We went to Cabo. Yeah. It was beautiful. Um, yeah. I'm Morgan. Welcome back to another episode of Two Hot Takes. I haven't done my Blue's Clues air horn in a while. I love it. Um, so this week's episode, again, we're staying in our, our realm. There's no poop this episode. I don't think there's poop. There's no poop. Maybe. Probably. And but it's like crazy stories that like are in the realm of possibility. I'm I'm this month is my month of possible. Okay. These are stories that could happen to any of us. Any of us. But there are stories where you just want to like look at the OP or the people involved and be like, hey, earth to ground control, like calm the fuck down. Let's go back to earth. Like, mm. let's bring it back down to planet earth. Yeah. Because you are so far out of this realm of sanity. Let's let's chill. Let's chill. Okay. I'm scared. Have you had any experiences like that in real life lately? Mm-hmm. Are, are you thinking of one? I feel like you're looking at me like you know I have one. No. Okay. No. I don't. Do you have one? Um. I honestly, my encounters with people lately have been pretty chill. Like I feel mm-hmm. like retrograde is maybe mm-hmm. not happening right now. Well, one because time, people have been zen. Yeah. One time, this was kind of this is a couple months ago, but my neighbor, I was walking Kennedy's dog. And I always pick up his poop. Oh, you told us this story. Yeah. Yeah. This and is how we started talking about dog poop in plastic bags. Oh, you're right. You, it's been so many months. I don't even know what I talk about on this podcast anymore. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, it's been a few months, but you know, that that really hurt my feelings. <laughs> I'm kidding. It didn't hurt my feelings at all. But like, yeah. I thought that was so random for like somebody to just go and get so hostile towards somebody they don't even know when they're walking a dog. So weird to me. But other than that, I haven't really had a lot of weird interactions. I I just keep seeing a lot of weird interactions and like just stupid people. I feel like people are like more unhinged than usual lately. And I I know like road rage is a very serious problem. And I just saw a story of this guy who was driving with his wife. Someone was tailgating them, driving really aggressively. And his wife always told him like, don't flick them off. Like just be, yeah. the, big, big, be the bigger person. Yeah. Don't do anything calm down. And so this guy was driving nuts or whoever was in the car. All they know is, is like the color and what kind of body style the car is. That dude didn't even get license plate. It's so sad. Mm. But he flicked him off, gave him the bird and the guy shot in the car and his wife got hit in the head. Died. Oh my God. So there are just so many wild, 
unhinged people out there. Yeah. So it's like, I know like if you guys are driving, like I flicked people off before. Like, yeah, I have too. <laughs> like, just don't, don't do it. No, it's smart. I think I, cause I, I might've told this too. Again, I don't even know how many things I'm recycling because at this point it's been a few years I've been on this podcast guys. So, um, but no, there was one time that I was driving and it just turned green and somebody behind me laid their horn down and it was one of those things where I threw my hands up and just like flicked off like from behind me just kind of a reaction not even thinking they you don't could even see think me. about it yeah because they're behind me and I was just like what the hell was that like and started driving because it it like just turned green you know and then this person pulls up right next to me and like screams at you <laughs> but like I don't know how to describe like this person looked like they didn't shave and like five years, got out of a really rusty car, swings it open because we're at the next stoplight because it's one of those streets that's like, and then starts like screaming at me and is just saying like all these, like calling me like a bitch, calling me like every word you can think of. And I was like, <laughs> just like looked forward and was like, do not make contact. And that's when I really realized like, holy shit, you do have to be careful because like that person looked like he, he didn't give a shit about anything no he'd be totally down to just just like vandalize my car or whatever it was while we're sitting in like completely like stopped traffic yeah and you have nowhere to go yeah so no road rage Ooh. for our tht family out there i know a lot of you are listening as you drive and just you know remind yourself if you get a little angry on the road or wherever you're at in the office today just take it take it down yeah. a notch come well, back down to earth i have a theory that people do feel that like that they can get so road rage because of the fact that you are so zen when you're driving you know like you're in your own world you're thinking about your own life your own problems you're listening to your favorite song you're singing as loud as possible windows are down you're having a good time and then when someone does something like ridiculous to you the other thing is that it's not like, <laughs> I think my mom said this one time. She's like, it's so weird how people will honk their horns and flick each other off and scream at each other on the roads. Cause it's like, imagine if you accidentally ran into someone on the sidewalk. Imagine if they were like, fuck you, loser. Like as they're crossing <laughs> you on the sidewalk. Like it's like you also save face when you're in your car. You get to yeah. zoom away. You don't have to take any accountability or responsibility for your shitty actions. It's why and people so, comment what they do online. Yeah. There you go. You feel unreachable. Yeah. You are not. Yeah. <laughs> you are not. I will find you. <laughs> Liam Neeson, what's that monologue? I know who you are. I will find you. <laughs> I am not that crazy, but maybe someday. Okay. Are you ready? Yeah, I'm ready. Let's dive in. Let's do it. Okay, so up first, this one is coming from Am I the Asshole? It is titled, Am I the Asshole for Not Wanting to Dedicate Half of My Wedding to My Fiancé's Sister? I, 29 female, got engaged to my boyfriend, Peter, 30 male, in early 2023, and our wedding is scheduled for early 2024. Peter has a sister, Olivia. She's 15 and was recently diagnosed with leukemia. She's receiving chemotherapy, and as far as I know, it's not terminal. One of Olivia's dreams in life is to get married, ever since I've known her. She's talked about her future wedding and has planned every last detail. 
since she got diagnosed, she's become very worried that she won't be able to have her dream wedding because she might pass before that happens. Based on what I know about her diagnosis, she'll likely survive and go on to live a full life, but it's a definite possibility she could die. Peter and I are currently in the wedding planning stage, and this is also where we might be the assholes. Peter's parents approached us a few days ago and asked if we would be willing to dedicate some of our wedding time to Olivia, since she might not get one of her own. According to them, Olivia wants to wear a wedding dress, invite a lot of her friends, have a say in the food, cake, decorations, and have a first dance with her boyfriend. They said it's better... (laughs) (laughs) what what i just it's so crazy (laughs) i can't i couldn't contain it i'm sorry y'all if i ruined it for you (laughs) they said it's better to do all of this at me and peter's wedding because then the family can celebrate all together peter and i were shocked that they would ask this since we thought that our wedding would be about us I know Olivia is struggling and I feel completely awful for her since no teenager should have their youth ruined by cancer, but I don't see why we can't have a separate party for Olivia instead of having to dedicate half of our day to her, especially since she would likely get most of the attention due to her condition. Additionally, it would cost a lot more money to have to pay for Olivia's friends to attend the wedding. Peter's parents only offered to pay for 75% of the additional costs, and Peter and I aren't made out of money. Peter and I told Peter's parents we would think about it, but after discussing it, we decided it would be better to say no because we'd prefer our day to be about us, but we'd be more than willing to pitch in funds and help plan a separate party for Olivia. But when we informed Peter's parents, they were furious. They said they couldn't believe we were prioritizing ourselves over a child with cancer, and that we were being selfish. They said this might be Olivia's only chance for a wedding, and how dare we deny her, quote, dying wish. I said I didn't understand why we couldn't have a separate party, but Peter's parents said they wanted it to feel authentic for Olivia, so it would be better to do it at an actual wedding. When they started raising their voices, Peter and I left. But since then, Peter's family has been spamming us with messages about how terrible we're being to Olivia and how they can't believe we're not being considerate of her wishes. Peter and I both frequent the sub, so we wanted to know what the internet thinks. Are we being unreasonable here? This is a wild story. I know. We got all these stories tonight. Just wait. Just wait. This is the first one. Because it's oh my first when you were talking about the story, my first thought was like, oh, my God, of course, like include her, make her feel so loved. But then it's just like, no, that's weird. Like, no, do separate wedding. What? Like, no, that's I don't even have words for that. That's just, you know, because it's really hard because like they said, when if if she didn't make it, that would be. Uh, like uh, devastating devastating and they'd regret and they would not yeah, doing something exactly and so that's what makes this really hard because when it when a young life is at risk like this like all you want to do is make that person feel so much love so much inclusion so much experience everything like that so it's a really hard spot that they put them in to say here take on these extra costs because like you said so they'd be paying 25% of all the extra guests that 
you know, she would be bringing along, which who knows how many that is. And that that can be a lot, especially at a wedding. And then it's like, and then she gets the first dance and all this stuff. And the focus really would be on, it probably would be on her because it is ever like naturally humans who have empathy are more likely to be focused on a kid who has cancer achieving their dreams, right? So it's a really hard place that they put them in because a wedding that you're spending so much money on that is like the one time that you get to be like, it is just about me and my husband, you know, right? Like that is just such a big occasion for people. It's really hard that they're making it them feel like bad people for wanting to have separate celebrations. It's extremely weird that they're guilt tripping them. Like weddings are not cheap by any means. Yeah. I am on the wedding side of TikTok right now. And some people pay $100,000 just for their venue. Like mm-hmm. the wedding industry is a fucking cash cow. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm trying to open up a wedding venue. We all know this. I've talked <laughs> about the wedding barn since one of the first episodes. And it's expensive. That being said... I'm going to have a wedding of like five people. What? I said, I'm going to have a wedding of like five people. I mean, you can have it at my farm. Then you don't have to pay for the venue. It's going to be beautiful. But I want to be by the ocean. Ooh, I'll do two separate things. Two separate parties. Yeah, you can elope (laughs) and then do the other one. And then have like a party. In Minnesota. Mm -hmm. Well, a lot of your family's in Minnesota too. And it makes it easy versus like destination weddings can be a little harder. But I find it. A little strange. And I know she is very ill. Leukemia is a very serious thing. But maybe this is just me. But isn't it kind of weird that they're entertaining this idea of even letting their 15-year-old get married? Like, this is a child bride. And I know it's symbolism, but like, what does her 15-year-old boyfriend think? Like, like, are they going to then like, this little fifteen-year-old yeah. girl, like, I'm sorry. At fifteen, if my if I could have convinced my high school boyfriend to fake marry me, <laughs> I'd be like, yeah, we're married now. This is my husband. Like, I would have been off the that rocker. Probably does come up with or come with more issues. I'm like, you are kind of entertaining this crazy yeah. idea you know, versus being like, honey, you're not gonna die. You're gonna get to have your wedding. Like, the brain is so powerful. Yeah, let this kid manifest. I'm going to get my dream wedding someday. I almost wonder if that's why the parents wanted it that way. Because if it was just a separate celebration, then that would be like weird. Like we're having a fake wedding for two 15 year olds. Where if it's just like, oh, like it's just kind of. We're tacking on to this, you know, wedding and then it makes it less serious. It makes it more fun. Maybe, you know, but and then also you never know, like a grieving parent of a 15 year old, like. That's something I hope to, I hope no one ever has to experience. And unfortunately people do. It's, it's horrible. So I can't really imagine what they're going through and what, and also maybe like you said, the brain's really powerful. Maybe it is worse than they know. And they don't want to tell anyone because they don't want people to know. And then Mm. have her think like, okay, I don't have do you yeah, know what I'm saying? Maybe. For I sure. don't know. It's just, this is such a hard one to have like a really strong opinion on because do I think that it's right to guilt trip them? No. But at the same time, I'm like, uh, this is just so, it's so hard when there's somebody who's so young and is so sick. It's just like, again, I'm not saying that they should like do that, but I'm just saying, I don't think the parents are crazy. I think they're just grieving. 
But your daughter's still here. You don't have to grieve. I know, but she's sick and you're scared. Yeah. She's not gone. Yeah. So, I mean, do the other option and take the private ceremony for just her and her friends and make it an unserious, like, here's your wedding, babe. Like, it's not, you got married, air mm-hmm. quotes, at an actual wedding. Yeah. You're making it so real. Yeah. Is this little boyfriend, this other 15 year old boy, even okay with getting married? Yeah. It's, this is it weird. Is, it is really weird. I agree. I'm like, I don't like the fact that everyone's entertaining this. Like, and people are gonna be like, Morgan, give the give the little girl, she's sick, give her what she wants. But something you point out, you said her age, 15. And then I was like, damn, she is young. And I'm saying 15. And then I looked at how old the brother is. Mm-hmm. The brother is 30. Mm-hmm. There's a 15-year age gap between them, which makes me think that maybe this daughter was like their miracle baby. Mm. Like they tried to get pregnant after the 30 year old and couldn't and maybe struggled with infertility. Mm -hmm. And so they had a miracle baby Mm -hmm. and like, this is their golden child then. And if you think about birth order, usually the youngest gets treated a little differently anyways. Mm. Like the baby of the family usually gets like everything they want Mm. in a lot of families. So I feel like this could be maybe like this is their golden child and they don't when she asks for things they just like give it to her and that could be it too plus compound on top of it she has leukemia and it is so scary and I get it's a very serious thing but at the same time she doesn't need to have her own wedding at her brother's wedding and just to make it clear I absolutely do not think that they should do that like I don't think they should go through with that I don't think they should allow that like that's no question to me I'm just I'm just saying that like I'm not surprised that the parents are reacting like this yeah because people like you said grieving is not the right word but like because they're they're terrified maybe I mean maybe you can grieve without suffering a loss they're they're clearly struggling yeah they're struggling and I would be too with being the parent of a sick child god that is just not something i want to ever live through what are like is there an update are there comments or yeah so we do have lots of comments i mean this one kind of it's not it's only 17 days old there's 6k upvotes so it's not Mm. it's not the biggest one we've had but the top comment is not the asshole which overall i think we're both there yeah absolutely we're we're dissecting it zero question yeah we're dissecting it a lot deeper like absolutely not very clearly not the asshole um but Top comment with 13K upvotes. Not the asshole. Honestly, I find the whole thing kind of repulsive. A fake wedding for a maybe dying child is maudlin and in very poor taste. What does that word mean? Google didn't know. Wearing a wedding dress is not a wedding. Cutting a cake is not a wedding. Having a first dance is not a wedding. A wedding is a sacred commitment, including God or not, between two people who want to spend their lives together. This is nothing but a farce. Yeah. Tell her the truth. She will live. She will be fine. She will go on to have a million frogs way before she ever finds her prince. And when she's ready, she will have her wedding. Yeah. This person kind of gets my, Yeah. this is weird that you're entertaining this thought. And I felt bad. I'm honestly, I did feel bad saying that because I was like, like why are they entertaining this no it it is it is weird and i i like that's no question to me i've (laughs) the only reason that i even was having a different conversation is just because i'm like you have a lot of empathy for the family yeah because i don't know what the parent like i think the parents are being ridiculous but like 
ridiculous in a way of that it doesn't make sense to do it, but not ridiculous in the way that they want to do anything to make their child who is struggling, who they've watched in pain, who's maybe, you know, like going through chemo and, and sick and throwing up and losing hair. I don't know, like whatever's involved. They want to do anything to make her happy. That's that's what I meant was like, they're not necessarily like crazy parents. They just are terrified. But the whole thing is like, it doesn't, no. Like yeah. that doesn't make sense. No. And that also leads me to believe more so of like, she's the golden child that they're entertaining this versus being like, if I imagine myself in this position, I would be like, no, sweetie, you're going to make it. You're going to make it. And I would take the offer of having a, a private party, not yeah. interrupting my other child's wedding. Yeah. We do have some, we do have some comments. There's no update just to put that mm. out there, but we do have some comments. So someone goes, not the asshole. This is such a weird take for your in-laws to have that I can only imagine it's the emotional panic of the idea that their daughter could die that has them thinking this is even remotely okay. It's your wedding. Yeah. It's supposed to be about you. Yeah. I wonder if they're worried that Olivia going to your wedding is going to make her depressed and this is their weird way of offsetting that. It would make way more sense for them to do all these wedding type things for Olivia's sweet 16. Obviously, I have no idea how close that date is. And I mean, cancer can upend the best plans of any time. And Opie goes, that's what I was thinking too. Peter and I have refrained from talking a lot about our wedding around Olivia at Peter's parents' request because they don't want her to be more sad than she already is. Next comment goes, I would like to know what Olivia's boyfriends and his parents think yeah. of this cockamamie, cockamamie? How do you say that word? Everyone in this comment is using big words. It's a small, smart thread. Cock me plan because that could potentially severely fuck him up. And how does yeah. he say no to a wedding? Yeah. His girlfriend's fake husband for a dance. That's exactly what I was saying somewhere in the midst of all the gibberish I said. But yes. <laughs> if he were my son, they would have to come get him over my dead body. Not the asshole. Yeah. And that's what I was saying too. I'm like... Me in 15 high school, like you put everyone this is my in a, husband. Yeah, now. you put like, everyone in a really uncomfortable spot. If they were to say yes, now you put the boyfriend in an uncomfortable spot. So it's like, no, they 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 needed to say no. Like that what? As far this is from OP. As far as I know, Olivia's boyfriend and his family are supportive of the plan. They know it's not an actual marriage and more of a fancy party with a little extra oomph. So that's why they're not weirded out because it's not a legal commitment. But she's wearing a white wedding dress. Like, that's like where I'm like, okay, if she was like four, you know, like flower girl status, but like, and she's like, I'm pretending I'm marrying my crush, you know, but like at 15, like that's when like you look at relationships and you see a potential of like marrying them for the rest of your life. You know what I mean? You're wearing a white wedding dress. Like, that's like really intense. Like, I, like I you said, you might as well be getting married. Yeah. You're doing, you're doing the, you're doing up until the 10th yard. Yeah. The only difference is you didn't get the, the marriage license and sign it. I That's wonder the only if difference. the ring is involved, if there's a ring. I'm sure it would be. Yeah. She's having a first dance and basically yeah. picking everything else. These yeah. people are, this is giving Jack Nicholson who flew over the cuckoo nest or whatever. What's that movie? How to Kill a Mockingbird? <laughs> What's that movie? This is giving. No, no, it's the cuckoo nest one. But this is giving crazy. <laughs> I am like, I'm baffled. 
I couldn't even contain myself reading the story. I am losing my mind over <laughs> no, here. No, I just remembered like seeing the comments the last time this got brought up when I was like, oh, that Jack Nicholson movie. And you go, mm, To Kill a Mockingbird. And then people were laughing at how confident you were <laughs> in that answer when it was the Cuckoo Nest one. It is To Kill a Mockingbird. What do you mean? No, that's a different movie. Look up the, it's like, I can't. One Flew Over the Cuckoo's yeah, one Nest? one Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. That's Jack, Jack Nicholson. What's it's a, the Mockingbird one? It's also a, a book and a, and a, and a movie. movie. Who's in the movie? You know, that's been too long for me to know. It's old. It's from the 60s. Yeah. Gregory Peck. But the Cuckoo Nest one, I, I did read the book and watch the movie when I was in high school for a class. I so. did too. Yeah. Yeah. They need to come up with more original content. This is goofy though, y'all. And um, (laughs) no, not the asshole. There's one more comment OP responds to. Does Olivia want to do this or do her parents want to do this? What is Olivia's- That's a good point. We've never even gotten her like her her word on anything. Yeah. What is Olivia's opinion on this? And on a minor note, what the heck does Olivia's boyfriend think of this? I assume he would be freaked out by the whole idea of a pretend wedding. Olivia does want to do this. She texted and called Peter about it, trying to convince him, but she's not as gung-ho about it as Peter's parents. I think she's just very, very scared of dying and doesn't want to lose out on big life milestones. But in her mind, she doesn't really think of a wedding as a commitment between two people, but more like a giant aesthetic party. party. Yeah. Olivia's boyfriend and his family are on board with it, as far as I know. I think they also think of it more as a party instead of a legal ceremony slash commitment, which is why they're okay with it. Then have a separate a party. party. Yeah. It's the parents that are making this difficult. Yeah, I agree. Which, let's move along. Yeah. Do you feel, I feel, I'm over. I'm over it. Yeah, I'm over it too. Okay, okay. I just don't want to like, if you still have thoughts. No, I think we got it all out. Like basically, it's, a you're not the asshole. It's ridiculous. It's not healthy for anyone. However, we understand that it's a really difficult situation and the parents are mourning grieving scared whatever word we want to go with and so they put you in a really uncomfortable situation that you shouldn't be in and hopefully you guys get it resolved boom yeah i've also i just wanted to look up mourning the expression of deep sorrow for someone who has died okay because I want to find I want to find the word for them. Mm-hmm. Grief is a natural response to loss. It's the emotional suffering you feel when someone or something you love is taken away. Okay. So what's maybe it's just anxiety of experiencing grief? Anguish, severe mental or physical pain or suffering. Yeah. To be extremely distressed. They're in anguish. They're in anguish. Yeah. I don't is in anguish even a phrase or is it just they're anguished? She shut her eyes in anguish. Okay. In anguish. That's a noun. Or for a verb, he anguished over how to reply. Okay. Well, Uh, yeah. Learn something new every day. Yeah. Here we go. Here we go. Moving along. Moving along. along. (laughs) Okay. So this next one, again, remember, these people, they're not on planet Earth right now. So you thought the first one was a little goofy? Mm Mm-hmm. It probably gets worse from here. Okay. Okay. So this one is 20 days old from Curious Gift 4854. It is titled, Am I the asshole for not giving the mother of my dead husband's child his possessions? Me, 30 female, and my husband got married when we were 25 after six years. He passed away in an accident in April. 
A few weeks before the accident, I found out that he had a one-night stand with a woman who he works with. When he died, I hadn't decided yet what was going to happen in our relationship. We entered counseling and were still living together, but obviously it was hectic. As I wasn't sure if we were going to divorce, I decided not to tell our families and only confided in a few close friends and my therapist. I didn't want opinions from everyone. I also didn't tell his family when he died. There was no reason to. A few weeks ago, the affair partner reached out to me. She's five months pregnant and preparing to raise the baby. She wanted me to tell his family because she wants her child to have a relationship with his family and be connected to his culture. I said I wouldn't do this and simply passed along their contact information. Shit hit the fan. I am close with his brothers and I thought they were going to raise him from the dead and kill him again. Apologies for the dark humor. They're coming around to the idea of having a relationship with the baby, but I do not want to, nor has the mother offered, which is fine. The mother has gotten back in touch with me to ask for some of my husband's possessions. She wants his clothes, his books, his record collection, and bizarrely, his wedding ring. For the baby to feel connected to its father, I made it very clear to her that I will be giving her nothing of the sort. His parents and brother have some of his stuff, and she can access things like that through them. She kept pushing, and I lost my temper and called her an outrageous bitch who should find some shame. I wouldn't be opposed to passing some of the stuff along to the child via my in-laws when they're older and can appreciate it. Not the wedding ring, which was the worst request in my opinion, but other sentimental stuff. I've also retained a lawyer to look into whether I owe the child any money legally from my husband's passing. If I don't, I may set up a trust fund for them when they're an adult with his money because I really don't need it and that seems fair. I just do not want to give this woman all I have left of my husband. I really do not trust her with any of it. No. Obviously, she thinks I'm a bitter, raging monster bitch and an asshole and my in-laws are divided. My in-laws are largely supportive but some think that I need to give some of his stuff to her and the baby. Some of his brothers have told me that they're sympathetic, but that I'm behaving like an asshole and a baby by not co-parenting for the sake of the child. I'm unsure whether the complicated grief is clouding my judgment. Am I the asshole? That is a movie. Like, what the fuck? That's a movie. That's crazy. Wait, so... Is she saying that they just had a one night stand one time only and that she got pregnant? Mm -hmm. There's not like a full on affair. That is the original post. I'm unsure if there's additional comments or an update. Okay. Because I don't know that one, like it always blows my mind that people can just get pregnant from a one night stand. Um, Not that I don't understand it, but like, it's just, I know people who are married or like, you know, together forever, like we'll try for a long period of time, blah, 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 whatever. So whenever someone just like has like a one night stand and gets pregnant, that I was always like shocking to me. I know it can happen. But on top of that, that like the fact that she would have enough, you know, nerve to be like, I want his wedding ring. Ma'am, you were not the one married to him. That is so fucking weird. You and your Goofy little head probably yeah. imagined that life for yourself. And that's probably why you seduced your coworker with a life and then slept with him. Literally. Like, what the fuck? Why is no one talking about a paternity test? Ugh, why are they automatically believing you. this woman? Yeah. 
true. I actually, I thought about this like book that I read in book club, Emily Kniff's book club. Hey. club. And um, that's exactly what I was thinking. This entire book, the person was pretending to be pregnant. And the entire book, you think the person's actually pregnant. And then you find out that she's actually not. And so not saying that this person is not pregnant, but it's just like, yeah, where are like the details of this of that's what I'm saying. This could be a movie because it's just like there's so many question marks around all of this. Why does she want the wedding ring? Why I, does she want the wedding honestly, ring? Honestly, now they mention it. I don't know if she's pregnant. There are women out there who have faked a nine month long pregnancy, even with their they were married Crazy. and their husband thought they were pregnant. Crazy. They faked a nine month long pregnancy. She had a friend who was pregnant. She went over to her friend's house, cut the baby out of her belly and murdered her friend. What the fuck? People are Where did you hear this story? This is this is a story. I saw it on a TikTok true crime episode. Oh my god. Holy People are shit. deranged. How do we know this woman is actually pregnant? One, is actually pregnant with his child. Two, I don't know. Also, I just want to say how unfair this is that she is just going through this back to back, like beating down. Like she first gets cheated on by her husband of 10 years then she finds out that he got that person pregnant then he dies then his family is saying that she should give the belongings that belong to her to he, this unborn child of this weird ass girl like he died then she came forward that she was pregnant right don't you think she would have told her co-worker don't you think the husband, especially if they're so in marriage counseling, weird. working on things, don't you think he would have came to her and said, hey, my coworker is pregnant. I'm sorry. How do we navigate this? Don't you think he knew before he died and would have told her if they were planning on reconciling, living together, going through counseling? That's why I'm so suspicious. So crazy. She happens to come out of the woodwork once he dies and then asks for all these things, including his wedding ring. The wedding ring that he wasn't married to her with. He was married. Well, and okay, not this just, lady needs. Yeah, this help. is so. This is actually wow. insane. And not not that I actually think you know anything like this happened. But going back to the fact that this sounds like a movie, it's like how did he actually die? Huh? We have lots of comments from OP. I do want to point out in the last line of the story, OP says something along the lines of. Some of his brothers have told me that they're sympathetic, but I'm behaving like an asshole and a baby by not co... Mm. What? I read it wrong. Okay. So I read it as co-parenting. Okay. And a lot of other people did too because a bunch of people were like, wait, not the asshole. Co-parent? Question mark. Your in-laws want you to co-parent your dead husband's affair partner child. They are delusional. Right. And, and OP responds, nobody is expecting me to co-parent. A few people think that I should give some belongings to the child when it is born and paternity is proven, which mm. is likely because dates line up perfectly. Okay. So as of now, she's pregnant. Yeah. Ah. But a lot of other people read that as co-parenting like yeah. me. She meant co-operating. Got it. Okay. Which cooperating I'm reading Wait, it. I'm cooperating. <laughs> cooperating. How do you spell cooperating? <laughs> okay. So the reason the re 
<laughs> the reason, stop. The reason I read it as co operating <laughs> is because she put one of the dashes, the dashes. Okay, it's not okay, okay. spelled okay, like that okay. cooperating okay, okay. <laughs> cooperating doesn't have the dash okay, that's fair it's just c-o-o-p yeah. right yeah e-r-a-t-i-n-g yeah like cooperating yeah <laughs> she she did c-o no, okay, dash <laughs> so like as a person reading it's yeah. cooperating yeah like screw all of you <laughs> <laughs> i hate all of you laughing at me <laughs> But yeah, there's there's a lot of comments. Um, someone goes, not the asshole. If she wants to get the possessions of her partner after they die, she should consider getting married instead of being the other woman. There's nothing bitter about what you're doing. She just doesn't know how life or the law works. Yeah. Edit, it's not your job to have any sort of relationship with a child. And I also don't get why you'd need to set up a trust fund for the baby. Seems like you're willing to do more than you need I, to. That's what I was thinking. I was like, the, the fact, honestly, no one's even taking it account to the fact that she's being so kind like she said hey i'm not going to reach out to my in-laws but here's their con contact information and you can like yeah i can't even like in in her shoes i feel like a lot of people would just be like fuck off i'm grieving right now fuck off yeah fuck off you she know? doesn't she doesn't get a chance to grieve no and this is this is something my mom has said after the loss of her husband now she has been dealing with all of his family, like coming out of the woodwork, what do we get? And she's just been dealing with lawyers, trying to do it mm -hmm. the right way, like trying to make sure that all of his medical debts are paid off because there's a lot of medical debts. There's overall a lot of other debt. Yeah. And she has just been like playing this like executor of the estate essentially. And she like broke down the other day and she was like, I haven't even had a chance to, to grieve. grieve. Yeah. This was my partner of 20-ish years and I haven't even had a chance to grieve because everyone's been coming at me. Yeah. And that's this woman. Yeah. It's the same exact thing. Shut the fuck up. It doesn't what matter what you're getting. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. Shut up. It's going to be there. It's going to be there. Let her grieve. Yeah. And they didn't have kids of their own. No, no mention. No mention. Um but someone goes in the same comment I just kind of read, also, what exactly does your husband have that a baby would even want? And Opie goes, trust fund would be the money that my husband left behind and life insurance. I might not need to do this. My lawyer is advising me on if the child is entitled to anything, but paternity tests need to be done. But to me, that is my husband's money and ultimately his child. So it feels correct. Yeah, that's so big of her. Who? Yeah. I'm going to be honest. I would look at if I marry someone, it's kind of like joint, like his money is his money. And then we have our joint funds, mm -hmm. but I wouldn't automatically be like, well, it's not mine. If my husband died and we built this life together and have this house together, I think she's being like generous. I think it's a good thing. It's to, just, I think it, it's a it's good surprising. thing to do, especially if she's like, I don't need that money. Do you know what I mean? So like, mm -hmm. I think it's a good thing to do because it's like that child is innocent. Yeah. And so that child that might true. like grow up with a mom who is just like a fucking asshole who's just like, I don't know, fucking around, not caring, giving a shit about anyone. So if he has a trust set up for him, then he knows that he's secured you know, at least in that bit. That's why it's like, yeah, why Why do we trust this woman? And not, I don't actually think that she had anything to do with his death. Like, I, when the, I, the woman? Yeah. Or the wife? The, the, the woman, the other uh, woman. I no. don't actually think, I don't actually think that, but I was like making a 
not uh, not a good joke, but like I was just kind of referencing the fact that it's like we don't know anything about this woman. So like why just like instantly believe her? Yeah. Like let's like yeah. the baby. Yes. Let's give something like whatever to the baby, whatever she feels comfortable, whatever th- she feels right about. But like that other woman, it's like we don't know who she is. We don't know what she's about. We don't know if she did that specifically just to get money out of him. Like maybe she told him she was on birth control, come inside me, but she wasn't. Do you know what I mean? Like we don't know what her motive was. And so it's like, why just like feel any like guilt towards her or like feel like you need to do anything for her? Yeah. It's like, but I do understand that OP is like, no, I want to help this baby out because this baby, this is the baby's dad. Yeah. Well, and she does elaborate. People are like commenting again, child might be entitled to inheritance, blah, 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 blah. And OP goes, he didn't leave much by the way of inheritance, but that I'm happy to give. Okay. His parents also have a lawyer and are getting a paternity test done when the baby is born, but the growth scans and due date align perfectly with when he told me he slept with her. And this is one thing I will never understand. If you are cheating on your partner, why are you not taking every fucking precaution to not catch something from that person you're cheating with or get them pregnant if they have the ability to do so. Why did he not wear a condom? Yeah. Wear a condom, you dumbasses. If you're going to cheat, wear a condom at least. That is the bare minimum level of respect you can do to someone. And I know you already don't respect them because you're cheating on them, but at least wear a condom. Truly. What is wrong with people? Totally agree. And I think that's kind cheat, of- Cheat on me. I don't I don't care. If you're going to cheat on me, you're going to cheat on me either way. But wear a condom. Yeah. Because then don't come back and I don't know you cheated on me and then you literally. sleep with me. And then what if you give me something? Fuck that. That's so true. Like have so at fuck. least that. That decency. That decency. I yeah. know I know you're an unrespectful- di- Oh, disrespectful. That's the word. Disrespectful piece of shit already. But at least- Wear a condom. Yeah. So fucked. And then and then I hate this situation because it's like, I feel like we can't even go in on him because he's he, dead. Yeah. He sadly passed away. So it's like, yeah, we'll just leave it at that. Someone goes, did she confirm it was a one night stand? It seems very odd that she would request those items if that was the case. Also asking for the wedding ring. She's either looking to sell it for money or having it to pretend that she and your husband were married when the child gets older and starts asking questions. Listen to your lawyer and don't do anything. Best wishes at this terribly difficult time. OP goes, he let me read their messages when I found out. So I knew it was one time. She also confirmed this. Okay. So she's unhinged. So wild. Yeah. I don't like this. Like I said, I don't know why, but this just feels like every creepy thriller movie that I've ever seen. Like, it just makes me feel uncomfortable. Another comment, I can't have children, so no, we don't have children. Someone goes, the woman may be able to establish paternity and and apply for social security benefits for the baby to grow up with. Your lawyer is right. Don't do a goddamn thing until paternity is established. Blah, 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 blah. Not the asshole. You're not obliged to give her anything. It is convenient, but she showed everyone her scans and due dates, and I know exactly when the one-night stand occurred. So at this point, I've accepted that this is reality. But of course, it could still not be the case. And of all of this has been dragged out for nothing. Honestly, this was a one night stand. Like, God, some people are just fertile myrtles. That's true. Yeah. Someone else. Co-parent? Co-operate. 
Just, you spelled it weird. They, everyone read it weird because you spelled it weird. Cooperate. Cooperate. It's all, no dash, all one word. Yeah, this one, I don't like it, y'all. Cooperate is a weird word. Shall we move on to greener pastures? Yeah. Okie dokie. Okay, so mm, this next one, I think you're going to like. Okay. So this is coming from Best of Redditor Updates. It has concluded now. It was originally posted. Well, the account's been deleted. But it was originally posted June 30th of this year. So it's less than a month old. The title, are you ready? I stalked my husband for two years before I formally met him. That's like the Taylor Swift song. <laughs> I was gonna, I was waiting to see if you would say, sounds like something I would do. <laughs> no. I was waiting for that. No, 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 no. That is not me. That Two years me. is a lot no, of but investment. I don't, I don't, I'm so like, I feel like I'm so different with guys. Like with all my girlfriends, I'm just like, I love you. You're perfect. Whatever. I'm like, guys, I'm just like, fuck off unless you can prove yourself to me. Boom. Okay. Take notes from Lauren, guys. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I wouldn't do that. But you know that one song where she's like, what does she say? She, oh, Mastermind in her new album. Do you know what I'm talking about? I haven't listened to the every song. Dove in as much as you. Okay, that's totally fine. Um, but basically she talks about in this song, Mastermind, all of her lyrics are just like, you thought that like you just fell in love with me naturally. Oh, and I she's like, no, one. I had everything planned out to a T. Like I'm a mastermind. Yeah. Like, I did that. And then at the end of the song, she's like, but all along, like you knew that I was doing that. Like, it's just like, didn't you, you knew see, I was a mastermind. Didn't you see the TikTok trend? No, I have not. I'm on a bad side of TikTok right now and I'm getting pissed off. I don't want to get on a fucking good Re side reset, again. Reset your cash. Oh, I didn't um, know that was a thing. So this was a trend on TikTok okay. and all of these women were admitting to what they did to get their boyfriends or their no husband. No way. Yes. And there was there were some that were illegal. Like Jesus. Some, some people literally admitted to illegal activity. One was like, my... I saw this cute guy apply at my dad's company. So I threw all the other applications away. I hired him. Now he's my husband. Oh. And people were like, Miss Ma'am, that's illegal. Um, and then there Love were just, it. there were other crazy ones. So this, yes, I did. I know this song. Okay. I did see Amazing. the trend. Yes. I've never <laughs> seen the trend. I need to see the trend. It's nuts. Go look at the um, sound on TikTok. You'll see also, it. Also, just to give a shout out, I just watched the movie for something you just said reminded me of No, no Hard Feelings with Jennifer Lawrence. <gasps> don't tell me anything I need to say I it. won't say anything but if anyone likes like stupid humor I love it it's the rom-com weird humor movie I've oh been waiting for oh my god and I, I <laughs> we like we took a little Did bit you of see it in theaters yeah uh, yes two days ago and wow. we took a little bit of an edible and I'm like still not sure if it was that hilarious because I had an edible or if it was that hilarious but like I'm for sure gonna watch it again like it <laughs> see I really, really want to see it, but I still can't really get myself to go back to the movie theaters. Oh my God. I hadn't gone to the movie theaters in years. And then when I started dating my new boyfriend, we love going to movie theaters. Why did you make that face? This is you terrible. I like it a lot. Do you want to get a different thing? Different drink? Maybe it'll grow on me. I think it'll grow on you. Mm. Okay. 
But, but you guys love movies. Yeah, anyway, I did not realize how much I love movie theaters, but like I used to go to them in like the really like uncomfortable airplane mm. seats. And now I go to them in like the, the recliners. Oh my God, you can like order like food and yeah. truffle fries and everything right up to your... It's amazing. Okay, I want to come to that one. Maybe yeah. then I'll like them again. I honestly think that's why I fell in love with my current boyfriend is because... I had truffle fries delivered right in front of me while reclined, watching a movie, holding his hands. How could you not fall in love? Like, <laughs> everyone talks about being a mastermind. <laughs> I'm the mastermind. So all it takes to get to Lauren's heart, he whined and dined me and I fell in love. Yeah, truly. No, it's really cute. It's really cute. Okay, but let's get back to the story okay. so people don't yell at us. Down. So... It's been a while. I stalked my husband for two years before I formally met him. I, 24 female, married my husband, 28 male, about a year and a half ago. The first time I saw my husband, I was a freshman in high school. He was a freshman in college. He was walking his dog at the park when he stopped to talk to my brother, 27 male, because they happened to go to high school together. That was the moment I became hooked. That same day, I found his Instagram, his family's social media, and also where he lived since my brother offered to walk him home while I tagged along. When I got home that day, I knew I wanted him. But of course, I was only 14 while he was 18, so I came up with a plan. I found out his younger brother was only one year younger than me and would be attending my current high school. I figured that I had to befriend his younger brother by any means possible next year when he moves up as a freshman, while I become a sophomore, and I did. It took around halfway of my junior year when we became best friends, and he invited me over regularly to his house to hang out. This is where I was able to befriend my current husband's mom, and God, did she love to talk about him. From her, I found out what college he goes to, his past girlfriends, what his elementary slash middle school was, his favorite slash least favorite foods, his pet peeves, what he likes, etc., etc. Eventually, when my visits started getting more and more frequent, I formally met current husband again. Current husband, I'll call him E, would come over every other week and stay for either Friday to Sunday or Saturday to Sunday. On those days specifically, I would wear my cutest outfits to impress him and also joke around a lot with him. Eventually, I befriended him as well. A little background on E. He is the school record holder for a certain sport at my school, which I just so happened to do. And around halfway through my senior year, E came back during the season to help coach the current high school athletes, which included me. In order to get some more volunteer work hours in, and I got to spend a lot more time with him. I loved every second of it. We were friends before, but then we became much closer since I got to spend lots of extra time with him after school, where sometimes he would even drive me home since we lived relatively close. Fast forward to when I had to move away to New York City for college. E moved with me since he coincidentally got a job near my college. Edit, I lied. It wasn't a coincidence. I found out he got a job offer and applied to a college nearby his workplace. Being each other's only friends in a new state, we became incredibly close. Your face, Lauren. <laughs> Why are all these stories like literally the base of a movie? Like seriously, all of these could be based on a true story. Continue. 
We started dating when I was almost a sophomore in college. He proposed to me after I graduated, and we just got married almost a year ago. He knows absolutely nothing about how I truly know him and believes it is fate that brought us together through his younger brother. Lately, I've been debating on whether or not I should tell him, or at least his younger brother, the truth, since the only reason I befriended him was to get closer to E. I feel guilty every time he tells others our love story, because the truth is, I've known him for 10 years, while he's only known me for about seven. Oh, I don't like this. <laughs> I didn't read this one at all. Dude, this is literally actually the Taylor Swift song. Like I said that just kind of as a joke, but like, what the fuck? Um, I don't think you should tell him if you want to stay married because this is deranged. <sighs> okay, but okay. Here's where it, I... It, is kind of blurry because think about it. When you're 14 years old, you see an older guy you have a crush on and then you're like, I want to hang out with him. That's not that weird. It's more of like the progression of everything and like continue, like continuation that kind of is like fucking wild. Like when she found out that he was going to New York and then she applied to a college right next to him, that's when it starts to get kind of like, I don't know, but psychopathic. Oh, God. What's the appropriate you know, word? It's not I, like, I know psychopath, sociopath. I know they have very mm, specific definitions in mental health, but like this seems like this person isn't necessarily connected to reality and is very like conniving. Yeah, it's so interesting because here's the thing though, is that like if roles were reversed, like it would be go to jail. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like a older person, like somebody who is, in call like actually I was just thinking this when I was driving over today I think that like where my age gap like gets weird or like what I find fine is like it has to be at least four years if you're like under the age of 21 you know so if like you're 21 and then like they're 26 like okay that's fine I guess but like it's it's getting a little weird right and then if you're like 18 and then they're 23 it's getting a little like it's getting a little much right yeah but like the fact that this guy was just like clueless and he's the older one and that the younger one like manipulated him it's like it's like no no, no keep going keep no, going. no no, no. You're, I, I, no you're on it you're on it no I'm interested in you no well, people are you. gonna yell at me <laughs> no keep going no I think that's it <laughs> I want to hear what you have to say well, you're saying that and I'm like, I totally agree. But then also at the same time, what about the high school thing? He started coaching her team, giving oh, her so rides. He's weird too. I'm just wondering if like he truly thought like, hey, I'm giving my little brother's friend a ride home, which it does sound like. It mm -hmm. doesn't not it does not sound like anyone crossed a line because I think she would be telling us. I think she would have been like, I got him in high school and then blah, 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 blah. Like, it sounds like he was just truly a nice guy. Yeah. I'm giving my little brother's friend a ride home. But you do kind of question it, right? Where you're kind of like, mm. yeah, it's so, it's so tough. Like 14 to 18 is so weird and not weird at the same time. And like the fact that he was out of high school makes it weird. Yeah. But like if, like, for example, I know somebody that was 14 
and started dating her boyfriend who was a senior. And everyone in our high school thought it was like kind of weird, but like not really that weird. Wait, what was the age? It was 14 and, and 17 or 18. Like it was, it was a freshman and a senior. Mm. And it's not the greatest, but yeah. And I think that like, I think one was like a summer birthday. One was, I don't know, whatever. Yeah. I think it was like 14, 18. So people were like, it's kind of weird, whatever. But they ended up like dating forever and then they like, got married. Damn. And yeah. So and it wasn't, it wasn't a deal. Right. Yeah. But like it, I don't know, but it gets to that point where it does feel a little bit questionable. But what's so crazy about this story is that it's like roles are reversed. What it seems like, you know what I mean? Like, it seems like he's not the one manipulating her. She's She's manipulating the older guy. And if if this story roles were reversed, we would be like, this guy is the creepiest motherfucker in the world. Oh, yeah. He needs to go to jail. A hundred percent. And I feel the same way about her. I'm like, you are so unhinged. And I'm trying to relate it to my own life a little bit because I did have a really similar experience. So people are like, what are you about to tell us? Um, So when I was younger, I grew up in this neighborhood like in Duluth that it was like on the border of Hermantown and Duluth. So if you went on, if you lived on like one street, you could go to Hermantown schools. If you lived on the other, you would go to like Denfeld or Duluth East or like, I think it was Denfeld. So I would like rollerblade with my dog. I had literally like a mushing harness for my dog and I'd put my rollerblades on and like literally like let my dog pull me around the neighborhood, like whatever. And I would drive, drive, I'd roll by this one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, by this one guy's house. And I saw him outside playing hockey in his driveway one day. And from that point, I was like, wow, is he so cute? And he was adorable. Yeah. Absolutely adorable. I was obsessed. I figured out his name because I saw him at a hockey game at Denfeld one time. And my friend, like my best friend all growing up, like middle school, high school, ended up like getting to know him somehow because she dated one of his friends. And I made a joke because his birthday was like the day before mine. So he was March 3rd and I was March 4th. And I was like, Katie, for my birthday this year, I want blank. Like as like a high school joke. She like literally reached out, ended up like saying something. We ended up connecting, flirting, talking a little bit. Nothing ever came of it. We moved from Duluth. He ended up in the cities. I ended up in the cities for college. I didn't stalk him. I didn't keep up with him. I didn't follow him on socials for a whole like six year gap, maybe five years. I don't know, whatever it is. But then after I graduated college, we ended up dating in the cities. And we both talked about how like cute my little crush was and like this whole thing. But it wasn't like I progressively stalked him Mm -hmm. the entire time and manipulated both of our lives to have us realign and connect and date. It just like, happened again when we like ran into each other at a bar in Minneapolis but it wasn't like I found out what bar he went to and then I met him there and then I seduced it wasn't see okay but like the thing about this story that like because I could see it in two different ways I could actually see this girl being someone who is scary Mm -hmm. but I could also see her just being like a genuine like kid who found a crush when they were 14 and then he kept being in her life because of something that she set up as a child basically and then it just kept it just he kept being in her life and she kept growing closer and closer to him that she was just like I want to be around him but I know that like I'm too young like I used to have crushes on my my older sister's boyfriends and used to think there's no chance that like 
you know, no one would ever like, I'm, I'm a child, I'm a child, yeah. you know, like, and then, and then it would end there. I would just be like, mm, they're so cute. And that was it. But oh, like, that was me, but with my, one of my brother's best friends, yeah. I was obsessed. I thought I would marry him. Yeah. And so it's like, I just, I'm like trying to think about it. Like, I'm like, it could be that she's actually like kind of questionable, or it could be that she just genuinely kept getting to know her childhood crush better and better. Because the first thing like her, like befriending that guy is like, kind of questionable but when you think about when you're 14 and you're like that's his brother I want to get to know his brother so that like I get to see him again you know I think what's making it a little bad is the fact that she's still in her head she doesn't even look at the brother as like a friend she's that's fucked up well well, like maybe maybe right because she just kind of says like the only reason I befriended him was Mm. to get closer to E I've been debating on whether or not I should tell him or at least the younger brother. And it's like, but if she wants to tell him, doesn't that mean that she does care about him enough to tell him like, I'm sorry that I did that? But honestly, that's going to hurt him more. I agree. And I think there's times in our life where you need to ask yourself, who are you coming clean for? Is it you? Or is it? Or is it them? And if it's It's just for you and it's more selfish and you're just trying to like release your own guilt and your own burden, but it's going to hurt them and ruin their their lives. Keep it to your fucking self. Like there's times where you need to eat it. You made that decision and you don't get to ruin their reality. I totally agree with that. And it's so interesting because it's like, I think a lot of people kind of have started to like realize that too. And then it's like, well, what? It's like it's then it gets to the point where it's easy to make an excuse. Yeah. You know, like it's easy to be like, okay, well, I don't have to own up to my shit because it's -hmm. just going to hurt people. Yeah. And it's only going to make me feel better. So like I'm off. I'm clean. Right. Or like vice versa. It's like, no, I need to let them know because they like they I owe them that. So that's such like an interesting topic you bring up because I've thought about that before because I've had other friends that have talked about that and being like, is this for me or is this for them? And it's like, how can you really decide that? Like, and how do you really know what's right or wrong? Yeah, it's hard. It's really hard. There's something I've thought about where I'm like, I feel like I should approach this person and just kind of like bring it up. But then I'm like, Honestly, it's more so for me yeah. and my guilt than yep. it is for them. And yeah. so I haven't said anything. Um, one thing I will say. What'd you say about me, Morgan? <laughs> not about you. Uh, one thing I will say, though, is have you seen anything on the invisible string theory lately? No. It's also like trending on TikTok. And I saw it in the first video where it was um, this little girl. And she was, well, she's not little anymore. It was this girl. And she's sharing a video from her childhood. And it's a home video of her now husband or fiance and his brother running around like this park together in their Halloween costumes. And the video pans and catches a glimpse of a woman with another like little girl in a Halloween costume. Mm-hmm. And she was like, I was watching my my partner's home video when I noticed some familiar faces. That's me and my mom. Oh my God. Yeah. And so there's this invisible string theory where there are people near you or in your life that you're meant to be with, but don't come about until the perfect time. Whoa. And so like some people could argue like, is this just the invisible string theory? They were like loosely connected and like it is fate. Yeah. Maybe she like was more aggressive about taking control Mm -hmm. of her fate, but like still she's the mastermind. (laughs) He still had to like her. Yeah. And granted she did get a lot of info from mom 
Like True. she could also be one of those people like, I love pickles. And he's like, I love pickles. No, I know, right? Like it, it like as long as it wasn't like that movie, oh my God, what was that movie called again? It was with the Burnett and the blonde. <laughs> Fuck myself. Wow, that was a horrible way to describe Catherine that Heigl, 27 dresses. Yes. <laughs> How did how did I get that from it was a brunette and a blonde? Yeah. But you know what I'm talking about? And like, the sister's a she liar. She's like, she I'm a vegan. Like, she's like, I love dogs. I rescue them all the time. And she's like deathly allergic and like fucking hates dogs and like gets the guy to marry her. Like, that's like a very like that's a horribly manipulated situation where you're just fake and you're lying. And like, this is like still very, like very questionable. We have a lot of questions, but at the same time, it's like, if he genuinely loved you for you and you Mm -hmm. weren't lying about anything that you were, you just showed up at all the same places that he was at. Then like, I don't know if it's that bad. I don't know. So we have lots of updates. Okay. Yay. Wow. Good stuff. I will again say I did not read this one at all. Mm. I knew it fit the theme just based on the title. Okay. Top comment. Interestingly enough, if the genders were swapped, everyone would tell you how creepy that is. Just in case you didn't know. It's creepy as fuck. Yeah. At least it worked out for you. So you never have to stalk someone again. Please take this to your grave. So you don't quote need to do this again. Damn. Yeah. Uh, next comment. I don't know. There are a lot of books about hot men doing this and they fall in love. Hell, in 365 days, he kidnaps her and says she can't leave him for a year. That's a fucked up movie. <laughs> it's not. Yeah, it's not a great example. Yeah, it's a really bad example. He was looking for her all over for five years before that. Um, Someone goes, just because there's a lot of it doesn't make it okay. Stalking is creepy. And if the stalky ever finds out, they will probably leave their relationship for good because there will be no trust anymore. How can you trust someone who did that to you? It's not romantic. Yes, in this case, it went well. But to be honest, this could have ended with someone in someone's cellar in chains. Yes, this one ended well. Yay. But it did nothing to build trust between them. If they ever talk about that, there will be some hurt feelings. Yeah. So OP updates. OP has since like deleted their account. It's gone. I can't look up if they've commented anything. So I hope best of Redditor updates did like a good job on this post. But the update is I read a reply saying that the best thing for myself is to keep it a secret, which is what a lot of people are saying. But the best thing for him is to tell him. And I figured that person really is right. I will be telling him this Tuesday on his day off. He deserves to know who he married. Oh, fuck. Okay. So we have an update. I would agree with that. Yeah, obviously. So original post was June 30th. Update July 6th. I told him this 4th of July. After the fireworks mostly ended and we were heading back, I asked him in the car, quote, wouldn't it have been weird if we met each other before the first time we actually met, but we just didn't think of each other as significant at the time? He smiled and turned to me saying, that's impossible. There's no universe where we would have met and I would not think of you as significant. That statement struck me in the heart because I knew I would soon prove that sentence very wrong. But I continued on with my plan anyways. Quote, what if I told you we have met each other before? Before that time, I was introduced as E's little brother's friend. He looked at me like I was crazy. So that's when I pulled over on the side of the road and pulled out my phone to show him the post I put up here before that explained everything. 
Damn. Girl, it would have been so much better just coming from you. I agree. The post? The post is terrible. Just say, I met you with my brother in the park and I had a crush on you and I, I just wanted to know you and date you. Just say that. The post? Don't show him the post. Okay, but at the same time, way more respect for her. Like, she came fucking clean. And this is one of those things where I think she... I think that was good for him. I think he needed to... I, that, yeah, I, I agree with it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't everything, please. <laughs> I'm uncomfortable. I'm so uncomfortable right I now. I also, like, can't, like, keep, like, uh, it in. Like, I can't. I, I really can't. Like, no. I was thinking about it. It was like, I had a situation where... This guy I was dating, one of his friends said something like kind of weird to me. And I was like, don't say it to him. Don't tell him his friend said that. You told and I was him. like, I told him. I was like, God damn it. I was going to just say it didn't matter. Just move on. I just can't. Well, she told him. <sighs> yeah. He took about eight minutes to read the whole thing. And when he finished, he put the phone down and stared straight ahead. Almost like he was dumbfounded, scared and confused all at the same time. I started throwing out every excuse and apology I could muster at the moment for about 15 minutes straight when he decided to tell me to stop, and I did. Then he just sat there and sobbed uncontrollably for about 10 minutes before he finally asked me how much of our relationship and how much of my identity was fabricated according to his liking. Fair. I told him the honest truth. None of my personality or identity was fabricated for him except for the fact of how we met. At least there's that. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, okay, we can, we can work with this. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing I ever changed about myself to make him like me more was lying about liking Chinese food. I hate Chinese food. But other than that, everything else was real. Although my friendship with his younger brother was built upon ill intentions, my friendship between his brother and I are now one of the most genuine friendships I there have it is. now. There it is. He just cried and told me that he does not want to divorce at all, but he does want us to have some time apart so he could absorb the truth that I gave him. He also said that he expects me to tell his brother and mom this Friday because they deserve to know the truth just as much as he did. I told him okay, and we drove the rest of the ride home in silence. When we got home, he hugged me and cried for about five minutes before he got out of the car, packed his stuff, and said that he will be staying at a nearby hotel for now. He said that he knows that he still loves me, but does not yet know how to react to the fact that the beginning of our relationship was very, very orchestrated. Mm. To sum it all up, I guess telling him was a success? Question mark. I honestly don't know. He sent me a good night and I love you text last night while he was at the hotel. So I guess he's not as much mad as he may be betrayed. Fair. Update two. Ooh. Woke up this morning to find out that hubby not only lied about going to a hotel to stay at, but also lied about not wanting a divorce through a text oh, message. No. He went to his family's home, not a fucking hotel, told them the entire story himself, probably exaggerated it to make me seem crazy. <laughs> Morgan, Morgan. <laughs> his whole family wants nothing to do with me, claims I'm a psycho. He said that he lied about going to a hotel because he knew if he told me the truth, I would try to stop him. Honestly, I feel so betrayed. I try to be a good wife by showing him the true me, and this is what he does. I did all this work just for it to end up like this. Honestly, I kind of deserve it. 
I didn't even tell him in the first place because I felt bad. I told him because I had a suspicion that he was catching on to the fact that I knew him for two and a half years before he knew me. Oh, whoa. Okay. That's a new update. (laughs) Largely because I found out he was keeping my old phone in his work desk. My old phone that has screenshots of a lot of his old Instagram posts, plans in my notes app about him, etc. So I guess... Whoa. Okay. So she was actually stalker status. Damn. So I guess he never truly loved me if he can't even get past an honest confession like this one. I might update this in a few years when I find a new husband. LOL. (gasps) Wow. Okay, so I don't think she's that crazy if she's willing to let him go that easily. (laughs) (laughs) True. There's hope for this one. There's hope. Um, Wow. Top comment on the Best of Redditor updates post. Rarely am I left speechless on Reddit these days, (laughs) but this story, dot, dot, dot. Oh, my God. Yeah. I'm telling you. I feel you. That last update makes her seem even more unhinged than she already was. Wow. How old is she now? 24. Okay. Like, that's still really young. Yeah. I don't think my brain was developed in a sane way at 24. No. took until at least... 24 and a half. Maybe 25. (laughs) But okay, here's the thing though. I will say that social media has changed dating. And brains. And brains. It really has, yeah. Think about how many people slid into their significant other's DMs because they saw what they were posting on social media, thought they were cute, felt connected, liked their photos, hoping for a DM. I've liked so many guys' photos in the past being like, like... Like, hoping they'd notice and then send me a DM. Like, if you haven't done that, you're, I don't know, like, better than me, but, like, (laughs) probably lying to yourself. Like, no, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like social media has made, it's not, I mean, it could be stalking. There is online stalking. But it's made, like, watching people from afar acceptable. Yeah. Think about, exactly. Think about influencers. That's what I said. I'm like, I feel like there's, like, a 50-50 chance that she's, like, actually needs to get help and then the other part is that she just had a huge crush when she was a kid and it actually worked you know like think about that I've had a crush when I was a kid and it just like doesn't work like you know like you but she just kind of like was like oh I think that guy's super cute I'm a sophomore in high school now like I'm 15 he's 19 he's gonna come over to the house I get to see him. It's cute. It's fun. Whatever. Now he, we have the same sport. Coaches it. I think he's attractive. He's getting to know me as just being like, whatever. Like, and then, and then now she's 24 and now she seems crazy because she's 24 and she's married to him. But like, it just, it, it like actually worked. Like her childhood crush worked. So I'm like trying to understand or like trying to think if I actually think that she's actually batshit crazy. I do. Like the story sounds or if it's just that she was so young and she never stopped being young. But again, like the bait, like she the bait was taken. Like he took the bait, like not knowingly, yeah. but like, do you know what I mean? And so like a lot of times when you're that young and someone's that old, like they don't take the bait. I know. But also like <laughs> she went out of her way to be bait. 
becoming friends no, with no, the no, brother. I, no, no, that's what I'm saying. But yeah. I'm saying like she did. She started this plan at like 14 years old. So that's why I'm saying usually is when someone's just like I have a crush on an older guy at 14. Then like it doesn't oh, work out. Crush. But like she like it worked. Like she got to be around him more and more and more and more and more. So that's why I'm like, okay, it kind of makes sense that she just continued that like young brain of being like, I'm like, yeah, that is true. You know. So that's why I'm like split on being like, is she like crazy or is she just like a kid trying to figure her life out? <laughs> Maybe we'll put this one to the Spotify polls. There you go. If you're listening on Spotify, look for a poll. Is this just a young, immature woman who got really lucky and I don't know? Or is this person like she needs help? Well, I, I think she needs help regardless, but Fair. is this just, you know... Just look for the poll. Okay, people. so are they done? Like, is that that's the last of it? That's the last of it. Oh, I need more. <laughs> well, we'll get another update when she gets a new husband. Ugh. I was the one that stalked my husband. Blah 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 blah. Like, we'll get an update. People like this leave updates again. Okay, we'll get one. Keep your eyes out, everyone. Peeled. Shall we move along? Yes. Trigger warning on this next one, you guys. It does contain talks of infertility. Okay, so I'm going off screenshots on the Two Hot Takes subreddit. This one is coming from A-I-T-A-H. So it's not the usual am I the asshole one. It is titled, am I the asshole for lying to family and friends about who's the infertile one between my wife and I? My wife, 32 female, and I, 32 male, have been married for seven years and have been having unprotected sex for three years trying to have a baby. It has taken a toll on our marriage, and I admit that many times I've complained to family, friends, and coworkers about my wife's infertility. What I thought was my wife's infertility. Maybe it is because we live in Utah, but whenever the idea of us being infertile came up, people just swarmed in, giving my wife recommendations to fertility specialists. The talk was always, quote, Oh, my wife saw Dr. Whatever, and we ended up having twins. Maybe your wife is just too stressed out. And I believed it because my wife contracted TB when she was 20 and volunteering in another country. Hmm. Her primary care, who saw when she was back home, just flippantly told her that TB could affect the genital area and prevent her body from housing a baby. But obviously, he said it in medical lingo. We finally find a doctor who straight up told us that there was nothing wrong with her fallopian tubes or her endometrium. She suggested... I get tested to see that I'm not the problem. The verdict comes back that I am the one with very low sperm count. I was so shocked and went to get another opinion, which told me the same thing. I felt so shaken. And because a lot of people knew about our struggles, they also knew we went to a doctor again. At a family and friends gathering, people started asking me about what we found out. And I just panicked and said that my wife's TB was likely the cause but not 100% necessarily. Dick. People saw that as my wife being the problem, and somebody even suggested I go through with divorcing her since I was 32 and complaining about being childless, saying I could be a dad within a year if it was a short marriage. What I did not realize was that my mom and aunt would jump on that suggestion and start telling friends and their kids that I was getting a divorce and that this was my wife's fault because she shouldn't have been so reckless when she was young. 
What was fucker? What was worse was some people thought it wasn't even TB, but a bacterial genital disease. This all got back to my wife through a friend, and she is furious. Oh yeah. If you don't fucking fix this, divorce? No, 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 no. He needs to go on a loudspeaker and tell his entire fucking city. Because that's so disgusting of him. First of all, the fact that he's complaining about his wife we're the not, entire we're not, time we're not up to that point. And then that he finds out the truth. Why was he so flippant about their infertility yeah. struggles? Oh my God. And then he double downs. Okay, I'm sorry. I finished the story, but I just had to interject that it's ridiculous. She said that she could not believe I've been painting her as the problem when she wasn't even the problem and that she was tired of the pitying or disapproving looks she was getting in our small town and that I needed to set the record straight or at least tell everybody to shut up and that we are not divorcing. Maybe you should. Am I the asshole? I panicked and I felt like I didn't completely lie because TB could be exacerbating our problem, but my mom really screwed things up by making it malicious. Now I'm in over my head and I feel really bad. Wah, you little bitch. <laughs> I want to hit him with a bat. Next fucking story. <laughs> say what I need to say. Honestly, you know, like I, it is so hard. It is so hard to date and find someone normal and then find someone willing to invest in a long-term relationship. So I get like, it would be really difficult to like start over that's all that sunken cost fallacy we all play into but you know what would be the best fucking revenge ever hmm. as if they actually did get a divorce and then she met someone else and got pregnant like that like hey you all thought it was me guess what ex-wife's pregnant hey like you know sometimes the best revenge is a baby Dude, I don't know why people like always think that like the <laughs> that's unhinged. I'm just kidding. Take it back. I take it back. Some people are gonna be like, my ex screwed me over. One night stand. Pregnant. <laughs> take it. That's not. That's not a recommendation. No, there's no recommendations right now. That's that are happening. But <laughs> I just think that like honestly. <laughs> Honestly, I was thinking about this too. Like people are always like, oh yeah, me and my ex just broke up. I'm going to get so hot. It's like, well, why don't you just become like the best fucking, like imagine that you just act like everything that they ever wanted you to be. Like they're just like, I wish mm -hmm. you love football. And then just like post on your Instagram that you fucking love football. Yeah. That you're yeah. just like, they're like perfect <laughs> like person now. And you're like, I'm gone, bitch. But do you know what I mean? Like people. Yeah. Have I you mean, done that? No. <laughs> no, I, I know. Sorry. I wish I liked football. That would make me so fucking cool. I love football. <sighs> I love it. Well, have you seen? Well, you why you're probably going to get married soon. <laughs> I don't know. It's been five years. You love football. Um, <laughs> I do love football. And I hope there are people out there that have seen the new Netflix documentary series, Quarterback. <gasps> the, Viking, no. the Vikings are featured. And I, I'm going to be honest. Before the Netflix Quarterback documentary, if Kirk Cousins had a thousand haters, I was one of them. If Kirk Cousins had one hater, it was me. <laughs> if Kirk Cousins had zero haters, I'm dead. But wait, is... Did you just make that up or is that like a phrase? It's a phrase. Okay. Cool. I'm not, I'm not that good. Okay. Wow. But <laughs> I was like really impressed. <laughs> 
But, but after this documentary, I honestly, I might be a Kirk Cousins fan. Okay. Damn. That's a, that's a big evolution from hater to fan. Would you rewatch it with me? 100%. I think this documentary could get you interested in football. That's how... You know, I That's actually how much used of a believer. to think that I would be a huge football fan when I started watching Friday Night Lights, the series. Yeah. I was like, there's no way that I don't love football. And then I went to a Vi- or not Vikings, sorry, University of Minnesota Gophers game. And I was like, let's drink. I'm out. <laughs> well, I did take you to a Vikings game and it was the worst game I ever could have taken you to. My toes still have not uh, came back to life. It was the year that the U.S. Bank Stadium was being built. And it's so really they played outside mm. at where our college team played, U.S. So I met your dad for the first time. TCF Bank Stadium, not U.S. Bank, TCF Bank. And literally it was negative 28 degrees with oh, the wind chill. so bad. And me and Lauren, literally we went and sat in the bathroom drinking. And three socks on. We and- bought... We bought Snuggies. We were like spending so much money in the gift shop just to keep warm. You know what's crazy is that that's the first time I met your dad and he flew in from California and he was such a dick about me being cold because he's like, why are you cold? And I'm like, why are you not? (laughs) Jerry, Why? I think that's when we became best friends. It was that. Yeah. Yeah. I think we could really get you into football because I saw a TikTok too and it was like, hey, guys, guys guys you want to get your girlfriend into football just tell them all the tea yeah Patrick Mahomes wife she sprays champagne bottles on people and his brother not good for him right now in the court of law and you know you got you got the kutch Allison are you kutch. trying to tell me that I'll only like football if there's drama involved because that's kind of offensive <laughs> honestly yes yes god damn it yes I mean, I'm playing to the strengths. Fair enough. You got, you got to know your audience. That is half the battle in life. Know your audience and who. You know what scares me is that I've only been dating my boyfriend for as long as not football season. <gasps> I don't know if we're going to make it. No, you won't. We probably won't. Do you want to know why? He's a huge football fan. Not only is he a football fan, but he's a fan of the he's worst. He's a Packers fan. <sighs> Okay, this is just became way too sports. Let's get back to the Reddit story. The fertility problems. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So top comment on the original post. To be fair, I knew you were just an all around asshole. As soon as I read this gem, quote, I admit that many times I complained to family, friends and coworkers mm-hmm. about my wife's infertility. Mm-hmm. Complained. As in your wife was a defective car and yeah. you paid full price. Yeah. Fuck you. What? And uh, well, you know. So reading further, it wasn't much of a surprise to find out you're a liar to boot. Oh, and too much of a coward to tell the truth after you lied about your wife. But I guess it's pretty scary to admit the issue lies with you when you're hanging with a bunch of losers who apparently think infertility is a character flaw. The only part that did... Oh, sometimes these comments are just so good. Because they get hours to think about it and we respond on the spot. True. I'm I'm jealous of their conciseness. Uh, the only part that did surprise me was when you report that your wife said you're not getting a divorce. If I was your wife, I'd plaster your results all over social media and put you and the flying monkeys you call a family on blast. (laughs) You're the asshole. Congrats. Biggest one today. Does he have any responses? 
Mm, I will look. Someone Thank goes, you for saying that, by the way, though, because when I come here to record with you, I have no idea what's going to win on. I have no idea what the fuck is going to come out of my mouth, honestly. I'm for in 45 minutes today. I was like, la, 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 la. And so you're so right. Like when these people comment these beautiful comments, I'm like, just kiss. <laughs> Yeah, And just to make it known that they had some time to think about it. It makes me feel a lot better. They sit there. They read the story. They type. Mm -hmm. They maybe backspace. Mm, They delete it. They add more. Oh, they add commas. Copy and paste. Mm -hmm. Add a little more. Yeah. (laughs) We don't get that. And honestly, I've had this theme going for a minute. Like the folder. Mm -hmm. Changed the title a little bit today. Mm -hmm. But I don't even remember reading this one. And like the stalker story. You didn't even know it at all. Blind react. Wow. Wow. <laughs> Woo. Did we just become best friends? Yeah. <laughs> we did over again. Yeah. Um, you know what song's been stuck in my head? Hmm. My he, my ha. I haven't heard of that song in like at least 10 years. <laughs> she, oh, she probably doesn't even know that song. <laughs> Lucy the intern yeah no beyond her time that's beyond her time (laughs) I always tell Lucy I'm like I'm getting old and she's like you're not that old I'm like I'm getting old (laughs) that's gonna be that's gonna age me yeah I remember watching the original video of like this guy lip syncing to it and this was before lip syncing became big like people didn't lip sync and it's this white guy with glasses or something and he's like hello daughter my he numa numa a numa 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 a really good job with that it's a bop so there's a remix that came out and it's called mia i don't know i'll share the spotify link it's so bop i actually have a request and this could be like offline but it's something i've thought about i guess just today yeah so (laughs) so when we do the bb bops about the intro song. What if we included our beepy bops for one of the intro songs just to throw people Instead, for a fucking loop? Yeah. Down. Do you know what I mean? Like down. we had like the background music, like Justin's background music, but then a little bit of like Is it the, this episode? Maybe. We might have to get to the studio. If it, if not, <laughs> you guys will all hear this and then when it does happen, you'll be like, "Hey, yes. I know why they did this." Yeah. And if then you hear it and you're like, "I don't know why they did that." Then I'm going to know. I'm going to know you skipped you an episode. You didn't watch it. You didn't watch. You didn't and then watch. we have problems. <laughs> we have problems. It. You ready to fight? <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. No, okay. <laughs> Back to business. Back what? to business. Um I honestly kind of hope they get divorced also people are commenting they're like the seemingly religious context make me think she got tb on a mission trip which makes their judgment even more wild Mm. because they did tell her well you put your health at risk which isn't a whole part of mormonism to like go on the mission trip i saw the book of mormon i know how it works and then they judge her she went on a mission trip i think like the only thing that needs to be said and done is the fact that he Talked about her like she was defective yes. and complained about her. That's the end of the story. You know, when you marry someone, you could like you put yourself with somebody. If they can't have a children, if you can't have a child, that's between the two of you to figure out. I, I don't mean to be lame, but like, let's go back to friends. The friends episode. It's like Monica and Chandler. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like no one ever made someone feel defective. It was just like, it's not working it hurts it's hard but we love each other so much that we want to be together and we want to raise children together 
because that's a part of something that we both want to do. And they did that. They adopted children. And that was that. You know, when I hear a story like this, he's going around whispering to his family members saying like, she's defective because she made a decision to travel and live her life. And after the truth comes out, he He still still blames it. Ridiculous. That's where I'm like, I understand talking to your family because infertility is not something that is shameful. It's not something that shouldn't be openly talked about because some people do have good recommendations. They might provide a doctor for you that can help. It should be talked about. Infertility, miscarriage, it should not be as taboo as it is. We should all talk about it. But at the same time, complaining, the way he said I complained to not only my family, but co-workers your co-workers don't mm-hmm. need to hear about no. your sex life those are not your wife's and people it also friends family sorry maybe if you're talking about it together mm-hmm. but to go to your friends and family and complain mm-hmm. that word that you used complain yep that's a problem exactly oh my god exactly and then to make not it a conversation like, together yeah we are struggling we don't know if it's her we don't know if it's me we are struggling can anyone provide resources Oh, God. But to and instantly like, blame her and then it's him. And then like like you just funny. said though too, like to not like back down. Like that is something that like I'm actually realizing that I'm like pretty fucking good at is that if I ever like bitch because I'm flooded with emotion and feeling and I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Then like later on, if I realize that like, you know what? I actually didn't see my part in it and now I do. Yeah, I see my partner now. Like, I say that, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's a really something that I really want to, like, put out there in the world is that, like, it is so okay to admit your wrongs. To be like, oh, my God, I was complaining about my wife. It was actually me. Yeah, a hundred percent. You know, and that doesn't make you a loser or a bad person or what what are you what are you doing where are you going i have to pee so i'm getting ready so the minute you're done talking i can go let's do it together okay i think we're this one feels i'm just mad i hope they divorce but i know if they love each other they should stay together it's the worst when you see people that you think should genuinely not be together and they are and you're just like but i won't have an opinion about it it's fine doesn't affect me there's this one celebrity couple that it like <gasps> I saw us together still, and I'm like, who? Well, I don't know, because then I feel like I'm being like bad by a like, hater. Yeah. Who? Adam Levine and his wife. <gasps> yeah, that was icky. But like, I just like, I don't want her to feel bad because she was the one who was wronged. So I don't want her to feel bad for staying with him. You don't, we don't know what's going on in their lives. Hey, I talked about it in the episode with Dason. Really? And literally, this woman went through a crazy cheating experience, mm-hmm. really bad. But sometimes forgiving is just easier than a divorce. Yeah. And, and they have people kids do together. And and same like, thing. They're same happy. Thing. And like, I guess we never even like knew if he actually. <laughs> okay. Well, that's done. <laughs> okay. You can keep talking about Adam Levine now. I can, I can think. Um, you just feel bad because you didn't want her to feel bad for not leaving. But no, I think it's easier to stay sometimes. And you do have a life together. Forgiveness. As long as he doesn't message girls on Instagram again and ask them if they can name their next baby after them. I think it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. Hope. There's hope, right? 
Okay, so I'll give you a choice on this next one, though. Okay. So they're both wedding stories. One is titled, My 29 male brother, 31 male, is marrying my high school sweetheart, 28 female, and I refuse to attend the wedding. Or am I the asshole for refusing to listen to mother-in-law's speech at my wedding? Mm, I'm more interested in the second one. The mother-in-law? Yeah. Really? Why? You want the first one? No, I don't care. No, you want the first one. You clearly think the first one's better. Let's do the first one. Okay. Okay. So again, the title that Lauren picked. (laughs) 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 My Please don't crop that. (laughs) No, I'm keeping it all. Okay, cool. My 29 male brother, 31 male, is marrying my high school sweetheart, 28 female, and I refuse to attend the wedding. I, 29 male, dated this girl Val, 28 female, fake name, when I was 17 and her 16. We were close. We swapped virginities, but I found we were incompatible around the time I turned 18. (laughs) Swap virginities. (laughs) Val was understandably upset I told her she needed to let go And it took her a year to move on As time went on I regretted breaking up with Val But she was in a committed relationship With someone else by the time I realized I wanted her About five years after breaking up with Val I found out she had unknowingly Moved three blocks away from my house We hung out a few times And I walked her home from work Since we also unknowingly worked Right across the street from each other I took this as a sign that we were going to get back together, but Val unfortunately told me that she no longer has the feelings that she did when we were in high school and that it's best to stay friends as we were. I was sad, but I respected her decision. I ended up moving to a different state shortly after that. A year later, my brother Nick, 31 male, had asked me about my history with Val. I was confused on how he would know her because they never met. And Nick was already out of high school when Val and I met. I sugarcoated it and said she was just a high school fling. There it is. Nick asked if it would bother me if he started to hang out with her. Because at the time, his best friend was just murdered. And her long-term relationship had just ended. And they both wanted someone to, quote, fuck their feelings out with. I said I didn't care given the circumstances and it probably wouldn't last because they didn't have genuine feelings for each other. This was in 2019 and now in 2023, Nick and Val are planning their wedding. Nick asked me to be his best man and I said no. He was confused and I told him he's marrying my high school sweetheart and there's no way I can stand at the altar and watch him marry her. He threw in the fact he asked me if he could date her before even doing anything. And I said I didn't care. And now all of a sudden I do. I told him I always cared. I just didn't think it would last because he's such a dickhead. And she's the sweetest person you'd ever meet. And it was a sucky situation that they even started hooking up in the first place. And it doesn't make sense that she chose him over me. He said that maybe I should have realized what I had before calling it quits with Val. Boom! I guess he told Val what was said because she later messaged me saying that we were literal kids when we dated and I needed to let it go. And it's weird that now I'm suddenly not okay with them together when it's been years since it first started. I didn't argue with her. I just informed my family that I wouldn't be attending the wedding. 
My mom, stepdad, and most of my family are taking Nick's side, saying it's been well over 10 years, and I had the chance to speak up. While my younger twin siblings are on my side saying Nick should respect bro code, I'm at a loss right now. Am I being unreasonable refusing to be a part, let alone attend the wedding? Should I just keep silent and let it happen? I want to make this very clear to everybody right now. If you even have an ounce of feelings towards somebody or whatever is going on, even if you think it would never happen, there's no way that they would ever be interested, blah, 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 don't care. Say it. Say it. Say, you know what? This was my first, this was my high school crush. This was the one who got away. I genuinely care about her so much, but I care about you so much too that I'm not going to stand in the way of whatever you want to do, but I don't feel comfortable. I don't want you to think I do because I don't, but I, but I love you more than I love my own like past feelings. You know, I just think it's so important to always say what is on your mind and like what you're thinking. And cause otherwise it's like, now he's like looking like such a dick. He's like, yeah, he's like, when I was a child, I thought this girl was hot. And now my brother asked me, can I hook up with her? And I said, of course. And now they're getting married. And I'm like, wait, but my brother was a dickhead. I didn't think you guys would get married. So I'm not going to go to my brother's wedding. Like, come on. Like, you have to at least like be a little bit more like just like say say what's going on, because otherwise it's like, yeah, he looks like the dick. Also, if you did want a shot at getting back together with her, I mean, some people are okay sharing their partner with their siblings I guess like the summer I turned pretty for example like it happened <laughs> I haven't seen that yet don't give it away no I'm kidding I watched the trailer I know all of it it's so good <laughs> but like like if he had this inkling like I Val is my person you know hey timing wise I moved away it's not lining up right now but she's my person I want to come back to that don't you think you would just tell your brother hey no man off limits yeah. Or like, did you expect your brother to hook up with her and fuck their feelings out? And then down the road, you get back together. This dude is just giving, you know what? I want what I can't have. Yeah. And now that I can't have it, I want it. Exactly. After they broke up in high school, she started dating someone else. I then realized I had feelings. Literally, My brother started fucking her. I have feelings. Like I'm going to give like a Ted Lasso moment okay, of I'm myself. Ready. I'm ready. Yeah, because <laughs> Ted Lasso is always just like... Well, you know, one day when I was in third grade, blah, blah, whatever. So does this make me a diamond dog? Yes. <laughs> no, but basically when I was in high school, like I had two friends and actually, yeah, I think there was three guys that I was really into, but only two of them went to my high school. Quite the Rasta. Yeah. Right. So one of them was a college guy. I was when I was older. The other two... They were in my high school and all of my friends knew how much I liked those guys. Mm. One of my friends started dating him behind my back and it was really like embarrassing because then I was at a pool party and then everybody started making these like comments about how my friend and this guy together. And I was like, what? what? I thought it was a joke. I, I had no idea that they were 
like interacting at all. Like everyone knew that that was everyone knew, but you. Yeah, but and like obviously, every, but I'm saying all of my friends knew that I liked him, mm. you know, and so and then, but you can't have them both. No, 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 no. These were separate times in high oh, school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You made it sound like the no, same no, no. time. No, so I'm saying so this happened, and then I was just like, I was so heartbroken that like, because him and I like we were, you know, we we were done, but like I was heartbroken that my friend just like hid that from me, and then all of these everyone around me like knew but me and they started making jokes about them together without me even knowing I was the last to know and that mm. made me feel like a fucking idiot yeah right and then I had this other guy that I was so into and then one of my friends started dating him and she reached out to me she was actually a year older they were in college I was a senior she reached out to me and said hey like he's expressed interest I don't want to do anything further if it makes you uncomfortable and I was like that's the nicest thing you could have ever done you're in college I'm in high school like live your life and I was like thank you so yeah. much thank you so much for even like asking how I feel about it it makes me feel so loved that you care about what my thoughts are but no do you live your life like live your life and so I think there's just such a big difference between the way that you communicate with somebody in that aspect. Mm -hmm. So that's why I'm like very like big on, sorry, I went, I, I did way too much Ted lassoing and I, I got a little far from the story. Let's go back to the story. Bring <laughs> us back, Morgan. I mean, there are some comments from OP. It looks like he posted this in one location. Sorry, I was, I was seeing that there was a bunch of comments on multiple different posts, but I think it is just one location. It does look like a real account because he does comment in other threads um, and other am I the asshole posts. But someone goes, if you really want to be petty, take your brother's ex or best friend to the wedding since you're by as a date. Also, this was literally a German next Netflix film called Over Christmas. OP goes, never heard of it. You do realize other things happen outside of movies, right? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> Someone goes, ah, oh, sorry. I suppose I assumed because you talked about having purses and your exes being men. Even weirder that you don't mention this and that you're hung up over an ex from when you were a kid since you've clearly dated other people since. You haven't even been carrying a torch for this lady. You're just salty. Your brother and ex are happy and you're clearly not. And OP goes, when I moved out of state, I tried dating other people. I thought that was much clearer when I mentioned moving. I have dated other people, but I never got over her says another comment. Someone goes, very odd that in your other comments on Reddit, you're a woman, almost as if this is bait. And OP goes, I never said I was a woman, question mark, question mark, question mark, maybe because I'm bisexual. Bisexual erasure, we will not stand for it. I am a little drunk. Same. <laughs> well, good thing we have to record ads after this. We'll send Lucy home in an Uber so she doesn't have to sit through this torture with us. Yeah, not a lot of other comments. I. I think this person is just kind of like in the boat of I made mistakes, I regret them, and I want what I can't have. And unfortunately, like that's kind of life sometimes. But like you should never ever, like you said, you said it perfectly. If you ever still have feelings for someone or you're still carrying out hope. Even a question. Well, even a slight question. It doesn't yeah. mean hold people back, but at least say it. Yeah. Like at least say like, hey, like, this is going to be hard on me because 
I don't know. I had really strong feelings at one point. But at the same time, like, I'm not there. And I want you to live your best life. So that at least it's not like a huge surprise. You know, like that when you're just like, hey, the wedding's going to be really hard for me to get there. Because it was hard for me to like give my approval. Do you know yeah. what I mean? Like at least like let people know the page that you're on and don't pretend like you're okay when you're not. And don't don't like sabotage anything either, but just be like, hey, like I understand that you guys have feelings for each other and I want like everyone to find like their truest like love. But like this, this, also, this really sucks and I can't pretend like I'm like gonna be smiling and thumbs up, right? Well, also, don't you feel like he had a shot? Yes. Like you then, you moved to the yeah. same area. You lived three blocks away. You worked across the street. If, and she did say, hey, we're better off friends, which was her turning you down. But didn't he start it? I think he might have initiated. And then I she said, did. hey, yeah. we're better as friends, which, hey, you know, roles reversed. You turned her down in high school and you said, you got to move on. And she said the same thing when you guys reconnected. Time to move on. We're better as friends. It's time. How can you move on from someone if you're constantly fixated on them? Yeah. You're not going to. No. Like, it didn't work out. You had your chance. It wasn't meant to be. And just because you feel something for someone doesn't mean they're automatically going to reciprocate. Yeah. It really does take a meeting of the minds and feelings and all of these things. And you just gotta. But I also think, like, the best way to get over someone is to be unapologetically honest with yourself and with them like I think that even if it makes your ego hurt girl guy whoever you are I don't care who you are like just like there's no like rhyme or reason behind like this feeling I think that this is universally a feeling where it's just like no matter if you're gonna get denied mm -hmm. hurt you're gonna feel like a fool that is your way to move on. Yeah. And until you do that, like, then shit like this is going to happen. Your brother's going to fucking marry that person. <laughs> and then you're going to be really upset and not go to the wedding. I know. Top okay? comment. <laughs> Top comment on this one. You literally dumped her and told him it was okay to go out with her. Yeah. So let's get back down to earth. E.T. phone home. Like, come yeah. on. You did this. If you had feelings, you could have said. And I think this goes for a lot of girls, too, because we have a friend that literally said, yeah, I'd be fine if you dated him. And then was sad. And they kind of reconnected, but it didn't work out. Like, it's just like, don't don't shit where you eat, people. And if you have feelings, say it. And that's all I got. Woo! Spring break 2020. <laughs> Okay, we need to get Lauren a water. Okay, bye. <laughs> um, thank you guys so much for joining us on another episode. Be sure to head over to Patreon because there's amazing stuff over there. But other than that, we love you all. Love you. It's been real. It's been very real. Great episode. See you next week. See you in a month. In five months. <laughs> no. Don't forget about me. Until next time, guys. Until next time. Bye.